How you doing? Welcome in. Hey, my name is Graham Day. I'm joined by a man who looks mighty fine in his ICU jersey. It's the man that we call Bib. I'll read Bib. Good afternoon, Graham. How are we doing? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. For those of you watching, um, yeah, it's a little bit past 10 a.m. If you don't know, we uh, are Ice Uploads. This is The Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast, if we do say so ourselves. And we go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. Ish. Yeah, it's five past four in the afternoon, which is basically 10 a.m. ish, right? Speaking of that, I need to actually turn the chatbot on because I turned it off yesterday. While Bibi was streaming, Ooh. so there wasn't duplication. There we go, it's nice. Chatbot is on. How are we diddling? Are you all good? If you're in the chat, please do feel free to get involved. We will be live for the next hour or so, but just a bit less, actually. Uh, bringing you our thoughts and our impressions on the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games. We'll then give you our thoughts and impressions on those stories. But we also want to hear your thoughts and impressions and your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. If you are in the chat, please do feel free to get involved. And it's important that you do, because we may be live on Twitch, but this podcast Gets uh, this podcast, this stream gets turned into a podcast, a video on YouTube, and an audio podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Play. That is a lot of places yeah. where over two hundred thousand people have watched and listened to this. That's that's a fair few people. So please, if you are it watching is. live, do do what Lake and Phony have done and get involved in the chat. Do that over the next few stories. We've got five, I think, stories that we're going to fly through. Some short ones, some longer ones. Um, kind of a bit of a slow news day to start the week but there's still some nuggets in there as well we've, we've done the hard work to bring you as i say the biggest the best and all of the breaking stories uh so sit sit back grab yourself a brew get some snacks or, or not because you know it's five past four in the uk maybe it's tea time soon maybe some snacks yeah. might ruin your tea so maybe don't get snacks maybe just get a brew um Shout out to uh, anyone that is in the stream and anyone that is in the stream that does sub to the channel. We appreciate you keeping the lights and mics on, obviously. Anyone that subs to the channel, not only do you get ad-free viewing and the best emotes on Twitch, but uh, you support us and we like to support you back. So anyone that is a sub, you get included in the giveaways each month that we call the Loot Drop. And basically, anyone that's a sub gets included uh, a free chance to win something. We don't know what this month's prize is. Nobody ever does what we used to do, <laughs> but not anymore. Anyway, Monday coming... Uh, um, will be, I think it's this Monday coming. Let me just double check. I'm pretty sure it is. It is. Nope. No, it's the one after. Ooh, got my days mm -hmm. wrong. Um, so the Monday coming is the 31st, which is clearly the last day of the month. That kind of defeats the point because the first Monday of every month, every calendar month, we give um, a giveaway to one person that's a sub. That's as simple as that. If you are a sub at 3 p.m. on that Monday, you will be included. So nice. The week after the Monday coming, so two weeks today, we'll do the loot drop. So anyone that is a sub to the channel, we appreciate you. You'll get some stuff. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, shout out to uh, GT Mega, Astro, Insert Coin, and every other buddy brand out there. Logitech G, I'm looking at you. That supports our channel. We appreciate that level of support very, very much. If you are watching the channel on Twitch, by the way, ads will start in three minutes. Uh, yeah. This thing pops up. I've just seen it just pop up right in front of me. Ad break in two minutes to 47 seconds to 46 seconds. Um, it is what it is. We can't stop that. That's just like, it's nice to know that they're coming. Um, so I can let you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout to Lake who says, wait, Xbox Series X isn't getting a delay? I don't know what you mean. Do you know what he means, Bib? No. Yeah, me neither. Blimey. <laughs> Phony says, after morning-ish, did you hear Phony doing the, uh... Uploads, uploads, uploads! Uh, he, he told me during this uh, during the yesterday's stream that he'd, he'd put it in there, but I've still not watched it yet. Well, David sent it, mate, um, as an audio file, so that when when I get around to it, I've got time to put it in as a command, exclamation mark, P, honey. 
Um, we can get some uploads, uploads, uploads in proper Yorkshire. Nice. Um, mm. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, cat sleep purring on my lap. You're going to be gutted when the cats go back, Lake. Absolutely. He's going to get it. He's going to have to get his own. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice having little little fluffers, but th not like that. Settle down. Settle down. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, you miss them when they're not there. Yeah. Free chance to loose the beans. Grats beans. <laughs> it was on the uh, starting intro. Was it? Ah, okay. I get it now. The clips. Yeah, yeah. I understand now. I'm in the same room. It's fine. I get it. It's not like it's our channel intro. Why would we pay attention to it? <laughs> anyway, tell you what we will pay attention to. Me jump into the split screen. And then uh, we'll pay attention to the fact that Ubisoft is going to get rid of all of your games because they hate you. Oof. Might not quite be like that. But Ubisoft is suspending inactive accounts and disabling access to game libraries. Don't know if you heard the really loud motorbike outside then, but there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you are a Ubisoft sub and you play Ubisoft games, you've got a Ubisoft account, you have to log in or Ubisoft will just delete your stuff because... God damn. So that's the first story. We'll kick things off there. We're going to jump into a story that was shared with me on stream on Saturday. I think it was Tito that shared it. PlayStation's Project Q handheld uh, runs Android leaked images suggest. A quick story that shows that uh, PlayStation's Project Q has been leaked. There's a little video in it as well that shows you it being operated. Obviously, still not fully functional, so it's a very short video, but you get the idea. Um, we'll then jump into High on Life, the game that broke all Game Pass engagement records for X xbox is now on ps4 and ps5 um sticking with xbox uh, they have a pizza centered controller so if you sat there thinking do you know what i'm a bit hungry do you know what do you know what would help me now a controller that smells like pizza but but one that i can't eat yeah really? uh well yeah it's just one of those crazy collaborations this is uh, in collaboration with teenage mutant ninja turtles the movie that's coming out in seven days i believe i think it's the 31st it comes out uh, and then we'll wrap up with call of duty getting its own board game Ooh, so lots of news from the entire spectrum uh but before we jump into it gag gad good afternoon gents mr shexy is in the room. Confirmation, by the way, we got it over the weekend that Gagad is officially sexy. We had that confirmation. Yep. Fact. Confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know what that means, that's fine. You've clearly not checked out uh, Gagad's Twitter tweet. Is it even a tweet anymore? Is it a twit? Is it just an X? Is it an X block? Xbox? X block? X bomb? X post? Fuck knows. Fuck knows. As, as, if you don't know what we're on about, a lot of people still don't know. Elon Musk has just thought, fuck it. Twitter, the one of, most, uh, one of the most recognizable brands in the world. I'm just going to change the name of it to X because, goddamn. So, yeah. Twitter exists, but kind of doesn't exist or isn't going to exist. And pff, nobody really knows, so that's what we're talking about. But what does exist also potentially for a limited time is your ubisoft game library yikes uh so ubisoft is suspending inactive accounts disabling access to game libraries have you got have you got a ubisoft account babe uh, i have well you might want to get back into that bad boy this article written <laughs> by vicky blake over at eurogamer says um 
tagline. Quote, I lost my Ubisoft account and all the Ubisoft Steve game, uh, Steam, Steve, nice, Steam games I've bought are now useless. So Ubisoft has confirmed that it's temporarily suspending accounts it deems to be, quote, inactive, uh, preventing players from accessing their game libraries. Players are then sent an email informing them that their sus suspended account will be deleted in 30 days unless they click the cancel account closure link. Um, quote, we noticed that you have not been using your Ubisoft account associated with your email address. The email begins as shared by Twitter user at PC underscore enjoyer. Uh, quote, we have temporarily suspended your inactive Ubisoft account and will be closing it permanently in 30 days in accordance with our terms of use. If you wish to keep your Ubisoft account, you can cancel its closure by clicking on the cancel button below. Uh, end quote. Um, and then we have an embedded tweet which says, hey there. Um, actually, I'll leave the embedded tweet because it actually explains it in the article just, just afterwards. It says, Quote, hey there, end quote, tweeted the verified Ubisoft support account a short while later. Quote, we just wanted to chime in that you can avoid the account closure by logging in uh, to your account within the 30 days since receiving the email pictured and selecting the cancel account closure link contained in the email. We certainly do not want you to lose access to your games or account. So if you have any difficulties logging in, then please create a support case with us, end quote. When Twitterer, Ponpon, uh, Imagine what that would be tomorrow. Exa? X, X guy? X person? X... I don't know. When Twitter upon Pon replied to say, I lost my Ubisoft account and all the Ubisoft Steve games... Uh, Steam games... Tw Steve twice now. Ubisoft Steve fuck's sake. Steam, Steve, and I've... All the words are just merging together. <laughs> I lost my Ubisoft account and all the Ubisoft Steam games I've bought are now useless, end quote. Ubisoft support responded to say that the players can raise a ticket if they would like to recover their account. Interestingly, PC Gamer reports that it couldn't find mention of this in the Fucking company's... Size of this moth. Yeah, big, big old moth, mate. Massive, mate. Huge, mate. Twelve. All right, darling. Um... Yeah, interestingly, PC Gamer reports that it couldn't find any mention of this in the company's US terms of use or its end-user license agreement. However, it does reserve the right to suspend or end services at any time. It's also not clear how often you need to log into your Ubisoft account to prevent it getting tagged inactive. Quote, added context appended by Ubisoft's tweet, uh, Ubisoft's tweet by Twitter uh, users adds... Quote, for added context, Ubisoft can be required under certain data protection laws, such as GDPR, to close inactive accounts if they deem the data no longer necessary for collection. Ubisoft has claimed they don't close accounts that are inactive for less than four years. End quote. Hmm. So someone that's... Um... Just looking, trying to catch up. So I'm, I'm assuming added context is a community additions that you can get on Twitter then. So someone's added context that's saying that Ubisoft might have to get rid of accounts for GDPR. Might have to. Um, can be. That's not unnecessarily. This is just someone posing potential uh, reasoning to that. GDPR might need old accounts to be closed. Um, and someone has also said that Ubisoft don't cancel accounts that haven't been logged into for four years. But even still... Is there a need for a timeline? Do you buy games and then do you have to log into your accounts every year, every couple of years, every three, four years to be able to still keep ownership of that account? Is it right for you to buy something in a digital world, a modern age where a lot of the content 
entertainment, whatever it is that you buy, is intellectual property that has no physical component. Is it right that you can pay good money to own access to something that can then be taken away from you because you don't access it enough by an external deemed party? Is that correct? Is that right? Is that legit? That's basically the conversation. Ubisoft is suspending your accounts if you don't log in often enough. What do you feel about that, babe? It's the world that we're living in now. It's uh, this is of our own making, essentially. This is us technically renting things uh, in this digital age. It's the same with music. Like I, I am a, a very mild collector of uh, of music in terms of I used to collect a lot of CDs back in the day. I used to love going into like H and V and. Piccadilly Records in Manchester and stuff and getting a CD or whatever and then obviously music started to go digital and you started to be able to use Spotify and things like that. Now occasionally I might go out if there's an album that I really, really want and I might go and buy the record or something like that but chances are the new album that comes out, I'm probably going to be streaming it. Um, I don't own any of those records and they can be taken away from us at any given time. Same with video games. When we sign up to an all-digital future, we don't own the rights to them. We own the rights to be able to play them, but in terms of actually physically owning them, we don't. We sign up to that. That's in the terms and conditions. That is in the service agreement. We are technically renting the stuff from them. Um, there's obviously instances where you end up buying the game and then um, it's there for you to be able to play whenever you want unless obviously it's something like this Ubisoft stuff's happening but things like Scott Pilgrim obviously uh, has left and come back a few times because the um, rights need to be renewed from them because it's obviously based off of a film which is based off of a comic book so if that expires then you're not able to pick it up anywhere so yeah it's the digital world that we're living in I don't think it's personally right but what can you do if it's not something physical that you can hold in your hand and put into a console and play you're knackered, aren't you? There's nothing you can do about it, which is why I will always be an advocate of video game preservation, regardless of how that comes about, whether or not it's you backing up your own games or however, uh, whatever instance that you may come across these video games. I'm not baiting myself out at this point, by the way. Um, but in terms of video <laughs> game preservation, as long as you end up acquiring that, it can never really go away, um, which is, again, uh, why I'm a massive advocate of physical media. But it's 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 a medium that is dying unfortunately like just to um, so, uh, sorry on. just to jump in there physical media still isn't owned media by the way uh, you own the disc but the media and mm -hmm. content within that is still for anyone that for anyone that doesn't uh, know this and it's it's always been the same be it with microsoft office a game on your ps1 whatever it is um you basically are buying a license to use that software that is mm -hmm. owned by someone else. So whether it's in a digital format or on a disc, it's always the same thing. The difference, obviously, naturally, is that you keep the disc and your player, which which may be offline or whatever, you can still play it until your hardware actually fails. Um, mm -hmm. the, the difference being, obviously, you mentioning streaming things, that's a slightly different thing because you're not specifically buying a license for that oasis album that you just picked up or, or the new one um mm. you are just buying access to a whole range of services those services by definition can change across time yeah. like netflix will lose films uh disney will delete programs and so on um but if you buy a specific 
piece of content, uh, be it on iTunes or whatever, you go in and you buy a specific track that stays in your library then. Um, mm-hmm. And you keep you keep that forever. Um, digitally, keep that license forever. Um, and that's kind of what this is. But if you're keeping something digitally forever, what what is the reasoning? And I'm back into video game uh, preservation. Like this kind of goes against heavily against video game pres- preservation. They mm-hmm. are they're enforcing a form of digital scarcity that for me doesn't need to be there. Ubisoft mm-hmm. suspending inactive accounts is oh, so you're getting rid of the service? No, no, the service is still here. Oh, right, so you've lost the license to that game. No, this is our game. We developed this game. We own all the rights to everything within it. We bought all of the pieces of content that are in it, open-ended, so we will never stop having ownership to everything in this game. Okay, so you own the system it's on, which isn't going anywhere yet. You own all of the content, and that's not going anywhere, but my account is. (laughs) Why is this? (laughs) That's it. It could just be taken away from you in a matter of seconds, and that is ultimately what my point stems on, the fact that the only way that you can prove now that you have access to those games via your username and password or your email address. If those get compromised in any way, shape, or form, chances are you're never going to be able to play them again, or they'll just they can just delete your account. Like they can just go, you haven't played something for this amount of time. We'll just delete it. It's gone. You can't access to it anymore. Whereas obviously, if I'm leaning behind me, I can play. This is football, fucking one on the PlayStation One. If I really wanted to, if I had the hardware available to me, which I do. Um, I've got the ability to be able to do that, and I think that's where it. All of this comes down to, in my personal opinion, and the way that I see it, you are technically renting it at this point because they can restrict your access if they really wanted to right now. If they're thinking that we're in some way or another compromising their name or whatever, they can go, okay, that's Bibi. This is his account. Bye. We'll see you. Get rid of it. Obviously, they can't legally do that, but uh, there, there will be something somewhere that will say they can do that. Um, and that's essentially what they're doing with this for. The, the tying it up in GDPR, that is a load of old ass. I'm not having that. Although, to be fair, I will add that that was added context via Twitter, so it wasn't necessarily Ubisoft that's saying that. But yeah, I, I fully agree with what you were just about to say, which was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about it's a it's a GDR a GDPR thing that the changing services and you need to make sure that your account is selective and you've got to re-verify. It. I'm not having that. They literally just want to be able to see how many people are still active in their play base, whether or not they want to be able to keep the store open a little bit longer or they need to start targeting ads or they just want to make sure that you're still there. I'm not having that it's a GDPR thing at all. It's it's not for me. It's uh I hate. I understand there is a massive amount of convenience us having digital media. Most of my video game library, probably in the last three years, I've been digital. Whether or not that's because we are in a very privileged position where we end up reviewing games or we end up talking about video games on this podcast, or people just want us to be able to play their video games, so we get given codes. Quite honestly, for pretty much any game that comes out. Yeah, most. Um, Apart yeah, from EFQ. Fuck you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we are in a very privileged position that we do end up getting keys. We don't get physical copies all that often anymore, which is a shame because obviously I would like that. But beggars can't be choosers. Again, privileged position aside. So most of my library nowadays is obviously a digital one. Um, but a lot of the times when we do end up getting uh, digital versions of the games later down the line when they come down in price, I am more than happy to go out and buy that game just so I can have it on my shelf, whether or not that's a Resident Evil game, whether or not um, it used to be a, 
a football game or an action game that's got I've got a history with and stuff like that. I don't care. Chances are I'm probably going to go and buy it later down the line anyway. So video game preservation is definitely something that I I'm trying my best to try and keep my hand in. Um, but when it comes down to stuff like this, there isn't much we can do about it. Like I- Tesco, Morrison's, Asda are all getting rid of their video game section so you won't be able to go and buy a crate of stella and you won't be able to go and buy a new version of modern warfare when that eventually comes out i remember like there used to be deals get buy two 24 packs and you get the game for Mm. for 10 quid or whatever (laughs) let's get fucked up boys yeah like midnight launches at asda and stuff like that and you go in and you're buying two pizzas and packet of pro plus and maybe the video game to go along with it those days are well and truly gone um but yeah it's, it's a shame but time moves on it's the same with cinemas I mean, a lot of the time now you're able to buy and rent them on the same day that they go out in a cinema the shame the thing is like time time does move on i wouldn't quite say that there isn't anything we can do about this particularly in this sort of situation if it's a service is being dropped entirely like nintendo getting rid of the uh i'll I'll call it the e-shop whatever it was that allowed you to play old school nintendo game boy games and whatever um they got rid of that service. The service was discontinued. There is nothing you can do about that. In this sort of situation, this is this feels like admin for me. And the thing is, is like Ubisoft have come out with their... I say Ubisoft have come out. This is their support agent, probably just someone that's not realized how significant the story could be. Um, I've just gone, oh, yeah, just click the button before it, it goes away and it doesn't go away. And it's like, well, that's not really a solution, is it? That's like you telling me something. Mm. Like, if I've not accessed my Ubisoft account for four years, it's probably not at the forefront of my mind. And if I'm getting emails that aren't being um, responded to, that are just being insta-deleted for f- two years, most modern-day mail filters will be like, well, you keep getting these emails from Ubisoft and all you do is delete them, delete them, delete them, delete them, delete them. You don't even spend any viewing seconds on them so your mail filters will then go okay well i think this is spam and then start putting it in spam i like we are partnered with insert coin i have to do a regular check because i get marketing emails from insert coin that i signed up for because i want mm-hmm. to be on their mailing lists and i had to end up like fucking white listing insert coin because it kept going into my, my, my spam filters kind of thing picking it up as last like, junk mail so what if i've not played a ubisoft game for two years and their email comes in and goes straight into my spam folder, and I've not set it up, just the systems have, and your account's gone. There needs to be a couple of different levels. Uh, levels levels for me, levels, nice. Um, one of them, the first level, is that it needs to... There needs to be a, a, crawl, a, a crawl back, a clawback, whatever you want to call it function, where you might notice it six years in, fuck, my account's gone. Email uh, support, and they go, yeah, okay, we'll... we'll, we'll reinstate your account it'll take 24 to 48 hours but then you'll get access to it okay there's a way back that's the first step and then beyond that they need to just stop this bullshit as long as the games exist on mm-hmm. ubisoft play what i can't remember what the launcher is the U- whatever ubis launcher is as long as uh, pc games exist ubisoft accounts exist and so on um there should be if it's just a case of your your you've got an access to account that you're not using and for data protection, GDPR reasons, they need to know that you're invested for marketing communications. So you've got four years, and if you've not re-logged in and gone accepted terms and conditions or whatever and updated accounts, they need to make it so that they can't contact you. They don't store any information or whatever, but but the, leg- uh, the, the logistics of just getting you into that system, there needs to be some form of workaround. Like the account goes into some sort of like suspended stasis or something where mm-hmm. they they don't have access to anything you can jump back in whatever it is 
other systems don't do it that way. Like, there is brands out there that I've probably had for four years that I can log back in and go, oh, fuck, yeah, I forgot that was a thing. I didn't even realise I had an account for this. It's still there. Oh, fuck, I still own that game as well. So, like, it feels like that's something that can be done. And I wouldn't be surprised if that is something that Ubisoft's teams are now going, fuck, we need to fix this stuff right now. The bit that annoys me, though, is when the account go, uh, the, the socially people just go, yeah, you fucked up. You, you didn't log in, so, yeah, it's gone. And then they go, oh, actually, yeah, you can email support. And then and and then they keep going further and back until someone at, that actually makes decisions has gone, yeah, fuck, okay, this is really bad. If one or two people would have complained, it would have gone nowhere. The fact that it's in mm-hmm. the news now, I wouldn't be surprised if Ubisoft are going, okay, that is a tragic story. Yeah. Uh, because Ubisoft, from their perspective they would not want you to stop having access to their games. Why would they? Mm-hmm. If you jump back in, and where was Tito's comment? Um, it's a bit further up now. Um, I've spent months playing The Division on PC. If I lost access to that, I'd be pissed. So Tito, they, they want Tito to jump back in, have a good time with The Division, and then maybe get into The Division 2 uh, and, and spend some money on their in-game purchases or whatever. Maybe they might want him to look out for the bit of a Division Heartland and do some uh, purchases there as well. So having access to things that you've previously purchased, um, only the most disgusting money-grabbing companies want you to purchase it again. Um, and I wouldn't say, say that is Ubisoft. They do have some money-grabbing uh tendencies in in certain ways but i wouldn't say that ubisoft are that level of evil they would like you to just jump back in and then buy the next one definitely most brands would want that so it goes against ubisoft to have people's access to games being taken away especially games that have in-game purchase opportunities so i don't believe that they would want to do that but i do believe that it, it is an oversight and a major one on their part to have access to their games just being taken away because you've decided to not play it for a while like baby could has got this is football on the shelf behind him he could put that in today and play it and then not mm-hmm. play it for 5 years and he can just play it again yeah. and that's that's where we should be unless the system has gone unless they changed electricity so baby's fucking ps1 or whatever he's got it on ps2 won't <laughs> won't work then then so and that's the same thing here unless they get rid of ubisoft's launcher and even then i feel like um as a duty of care for modern day gaming they should be finding alternatives to if it's a steam game and you needed a ubisoft account we need to have some sort of like transfer system transfer your ubisoft account into a steam account so that all your transfers are over there or something like that and and even then if that's done within a set time period that's a bit different because that's the end of the service but mm-hmm. if they go okay big fucking press campaign everyone needs to know we're tweeting now we're posting it on threads and x and whatever the fuck twitter's called at that point in time um that you can move your ubisoft account over to steam but if you don't do it we are ending the service by december the 31st if you've not done it by december 31st there is no way back and then if you come on January fucking 4th and go, fuck, I've lost all my games. It's, uh, we were talking about it for six months, mate. That's, that's on you. That's not on me. Fair enough. But this, when, when it all still exists, is just... It, I'll give them the benefit. It's the oversight. Just fix it now. Because because there's no there's no need to be taking people's video games libraries. Uh, libraries. Video, <laughs> ga- video game presentation, their pres- preservation, is a big topic. But for a system that's still active and in place is just stupidity. That's not video game preservation. That is just an oversight of monumental proportions. So get out of here. Um, Jumping back up. Speaking about X, Gagad says it was a tweet when I created it, talking about the video that was weekend. Just in case you know it, by the way. Happy birthday to Gagad. He did turn the big 6-0 on the weekend. 
which is why we can confirm that Gagad is sexy. Sixty. Nice. Same, same. Um, <laughs> they can keep my copy of Uno because the bloody thing only ever connected uh, to one of my friends at the best of times. <laughs> Lucky. You basically are only ever renting things you buy, says Sam. Exactly. That's it. Um, and a lot of people don't know that. I would say the overwhelming majority of people uh, do not know that, that you don't own the video game that you've bought. Buy it on a disc. You don't own that video game. You own the the disc and the box and, and the plastics, but you don't own the video game. You do not have an exclusive right to be able to access that content. You have a license that grants you access to the content as long as Ubisoft or whoever makes it determines that they want to give you access, but they can at any point in time take away that access. And a lot of people don't know that. Um, if you never purchased a single game from Ubisoft, you can't lose any. Hashtag smart. <laughs> <laughs> says uh, yeah. says Lake, who then followed it up with total time spent in Ubisoft games, 52 minutes. <laughs> uh, uh, in an update, they can block the game you have on a disc. Exactly, they can do. They can. So even that, like discs are only foolproof um, to a certain extent. Obviously, if you delete all your history and, and so on and start it again and then play it offline, providing it's not an always-on game, then you can play it without the update and continue to play it and things like that. So there's always cases like that for historical gaming. But as much of as an advantage you get of that, having the disc, there is obviously disadvantages of digital games being able to play anywhere. I could go to Argentina and think, fuck, I'm bored as fuck. There's a PS5 in the room. I'll just download PUBG right here. I don't have to have made sure I took the game with me and, and so on. So mm -hmm. swings and roundabouts are both. But losing access to that in the middle of a cycle, not at the end of the PS5 and the, oh, we're going to kill the PS1 now and, and everything from the PS2. It's just like Ubisoft got, oh, I don't know, you arbitrary number four years ago, mate. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, bring back Blockbuster. <laughs> 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 Can I have a pee, please, Bob? Yeah, that's a good point. Which Blockbuster? Are we talking like Bob Holness or video game rental stuff? I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming just because of the alignment with what we're talking about we are talking about bob holness and the tv program me and tito same wavelength you see yeah right catch you later bye oh sorry tito <laughs> <laughs> it probably tickles me that you know <laughs> Uh, Bob Holness, who was a, he was about back in that period when things were dodgy, but I'm sure Bob never done anything. <laughs> mm. Bob was a saint. Don't you dare impugn his good name. Dr. Mike! Oh, hi, darling. How you doing? I was uh, in Dr. Mike's stream this morning, as always. Him and Juanke uh, repping ICU. Just as, It was a funny one. Just as I dropped into his stream, he was talking about me in Spanish. So I heard him, like, full-on Spanish talk uh, and then say... Graham, something, 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 ice cream uploads. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> they need to have subtitles on Twitch. <laughs> uh, two sides, GDPR, they will only be allowed to hold the data for a set period. <clears throat> and secondly, it's data and will take storage space, but it's costing money. Even if only a small amount, it adds up. I get it, but it's dodgy ground. No, no, don't get me wrong. I do get that as well. But GDPR is only as complex as you make it. Um... And I say this with a loose sense of GDPR. We are GDPR compliant as an agency, and we do have to go through that stuff. And I am have to be a lot uh, aware of a lot of the stuff. But then again, I don't have to get aware of everything because it's fucking monotonous bullshit. But still, um, it all comes from a good place. Uh, and rightly so. You shouldn't just be able to keep all of someone's data forever. Great. Um, but there's two sides of it here. There's data protection 
and then there's consumer rights as well and and one doesn't necessarily usurp the other and that's proven by how many other systems in the world will keep your data um, and keep access to systems because they're not using your data for malicious reasons and if brands are suddenly getting rid of your things so quick it's like what 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 were you planning to do with my data why do you have to get rid of it so often are you trying to be malicious with my data ubisoft no no so yeah uh, you two okay and chat with good dr mike welcome in it looks like some jobs yeah. worth trying to justify the job more than anything to me i would say the other way i would say someone has gone too far with gdpr and an arbitrary number like four years has been added to it which then there's a 30-day cooling off period and 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 so on and it just feels like it's uh someone's gone that'll work no one's not going to access their account for four years we we release an assassin's creed game every 12 minutes so someone's going to log into their account in four years and then Ubisoft has probably the worst four years in their history, so nobody's logged in in four years, apart from Valhalla, mm -hmm. obviously. Um, so if you didn't play Valhalla, you've probably not logged into Ubisoft account for four years. So it, it's understandable that people are losing their game. So they've, prob they've probably done it from a good point, thinking, okay, this is fine. Four years is a long-ass time. We're going to have uh, Avatar games, and we've got some Star Wars games in the works, and we've got, you know, Assassin's Creed twice a year, probably, and 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 all this other stuff so it'd be fine it'd be fine and it's just an oversight i i believe it's that way it's not someone proactively kicking up a stink i believe it's someone's put a system in place not realizing that it will lead to a stink so if they fix that mm -hmm. look at what they how far they can get away with it in terms of gdpr and i mean that from legitimate reasons in terms of how long they can leave your account before they have to do any closures and things like that then um yeah i i wouldn't be surprised if they can do longer than four years and it doesn't have to be insta-locked like that you don't have to lose access the account doesn't have to go it could just go into a stasis sort of mode but yeah um to be fair ubisoft haven't done any many good decisions for a couple of years ea like kind of exactly exactly uh logging into ubisoft just in case i actually logged into mine i think today for something what was i logging in for oh it was it was division it was chat we chat with nacho uh i logged in uh to to look at the Division Heartland beta, because Nacho was like, you guys over at Ice Cream Muffles get access to a lot of game codes. Have you got any Division Heartland codes? And I was like, I don't know, let me have a look. And then went to look into it. The Division Heartland beta is NDA'd only on PC and only in America slash NA sort of thing. So I was, like, I was like, no, we don't. But then I did sign up and put my name in for when it comes in for other formats and other regions. So that's why I logged in today. Um, so I've got four more years. Let's go, baby. Uh, <laughs> It's like banknotes. That's not money. Exactly, exactly. Uh, kind of like money. It's only I owe you notes. <laughs> Voice rape, that is. What is? Catch you later. Bye. <laughs> Goddamn. Extreme words. Uh, on that bombshell, let's move ahead. So Ubisoft is suspending inactive accounts. If you've got a Ubisoft account thinking, do you know what? I've got games. Have you, though? Have you? Have you, though? Log into your Ubisoft account. Even though it might be two, three years since you last played an assassin's creed game or whatever they can take your access away if you play on console it's not that important if you play on pc then the way that ubisoft accounts speak to steam accounts mean you could just lose everything and if you've spent a lot on building out your steam library particularly in the golden years of ubisoft there could be a lot of money about to go down the drain so make sure you jump in mm -hmm. log in nice Something else to jump in, though, if you're not on PC, is this. John Midler at VGC says, PlayStation's Project Q handheld runs Android. Leaked images suggest the handheld could launch later this year. And I'm going to stop and say it again. This console, I'll call it that, peripheral, maybe, is ugly as fuck. <laughs> 
fucking hideous. And don't get me wrong, I think the PS5 controller is gorgeous. Like the standard DualSense controller is amazing. Someone has just gone. Let's just let's just whop an iPad in the middle of that, and it just looks that looks <laughs> shit. It just looks shit. Absolutely, the most pointless hardware ever. Says Tito in the chat. Precision. Is that is that OP three of the brand new? Two hundred three hundred seventy-five thousand pounds worth of font image logo <laughs> fame. Yeah, I bet it is. Let's go. Uh, so the yeah, the article says several images of PlayStation's upcoming Project Q handheld have appeared online. The images, which were initially posted to Imager and then later circulated on social media, show the handheld as well as the internal components of the machine. The images also appeared to confirm that the machine will be Android based. This could mean that Project Q could theoretically be modded to run other game streaming apps such as GeForce Now or Amazon Luna. It's funny they stopped there because I saw someone else mention Game Pass which would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Announced during a PlayStation Showcase event earlier this year, Project Q is described as, quote, a dedicated device that enables you to stream any game from your PS5 console using remote play over Wi-Fi, end quote. According to Sony Interactive Entertainment, the device has an 8-inch 1080p HD screen and all the buttons and features of the DualSense wireless controller. I'm just going to hit play on this. Ah, no, I'm not. It's going to take me off. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, let me take this off screen now and go back... Why'd you fucking take me to fucking website to fucking play in the fucking browser, mate? Okay, we'll leave it. We'll come back to the video after. Um, while Sony is yet to announce an official release date for Project Q, court filings from Microsoft during the recent Activision Blizzard case suggest that it's expected to launch later this year. Uh, this is Sony's third attempt at a handheld device of this nature following the hugely successful PSP and the cult classic, which is basically not very successful, uh, PS Vita. However, that was me and they're not very successful, by the way. Self-edit. Uh, however, unlike those two fam- uh, families of systems, Project Q will exclusively be a streaming machine and necessitates a PS5 to work work at all uh okay with that then actually let's jump back over i'll see if i can play this video here is it gonna play nope it's just it's not gonna play they're the play buttons but the, the video's not working fuck it okay we'll just we'll scroll down through the past the buttons there you go stupidly long dual sense controller with a screen in the middle nice 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 um so this is Project Q, PlayStation's latest handheld device. It's not a handheld system. It's a handheld cloud streaming device, not unlike uh, Logitech's G Cloud. Um, Logitech G Cloud allows you to get access to uh, all sorts of games from all sorts of platforms. This will only allow you to play your PlayStation games in a controller format, which is exactly what your smartphone slash a backbone controller does or a Razer Kishi does already. So, Tito says, um, most pointless device or something along those lines on the market. Do you agree, Bib? What are your thoughts? Yeah, genuinely, like, owning this is the equivalent of just using the remote play on your mobile phone. That's it. That's essentially what this is. If you don't own a mobile phone, then this is probably a very good feature for you to have, very good product for you to have. But if you do, buy a clip from like Amazon for like four quid, put your PS5 controller, um, put the clip on your PS5 controller, stick your uh, phone into the bracket, jobs are good and like this is going to be a very expensive peripheral for something that you can have for the sake of five quid if you already obviously own the, the, the PlayStation controller. I think it might be a nice little piece of kit to have, but the fact that this is running Android goes to show that there is nothing special about this. It's nice to have a bigger screen because obviously your mobile, depending on what you've got, might be as small compared to obviously this eight-inch tablet that you're getting with this. But yeah, I mean, it's 
it, it could just be a complete waste of money. And I feel like that's where I'm putting my hat on. There's just a, an <clears throat> unnecessary piece of equipment, shall we say. 100%. 100%. We always take the piss in this channel. We always take the piss because we're both primarily playing PlayStation. And we know that playing PUBG, we we are surrounded by a lot of Xbox. We we see that. He's taking the piss while taking the piss. It's, it's like breaking all the walls. Anyway, um, so we always side on the playstation side for banter reasons we've both got xboxes we're not that arsed it's just a piece of plastic really that you play games some of them uh some of the better games are on the playstation console arguably but not definitively it's subjective um over the most recent years and no doubt that will change because xbox have got a lot of things eventually in the pipeline um so playstation have been nailing it for all things considered this is not a continuation of that the Project Q is PlayStation looking at the rest of the market. What PlayStation does is that gets out in front or it takes other people's ideas and makes them better. This is not them getting out in front because we've had Steam Decks and uh, Razer, not Razer, the ROG Ally. We've got uh, Logitech G Cloud device and there's a few others as well, cloud, cloud-based cloud gaming devices. Um, is, was there a Razer one? I can't remember. Well, do you know, I'll leave it anyway. Um, so, okay. They not... had the phone, didn't they? It was compatible with the Kishi. I mean, everything's compatible with the Kishi, but they did make a gaming phone that did all of this stuff. So they were they were trying to get there earlier by allowing remote play. Remote play has been on the PS Vita forever, and now there's an app for your phone, so you can use your phone to do that with the backbone. In theory, works great. It doesn't work great for me because of my connection issues and it's slow internet and so on. If you've got gigabit internet, it's probably flawless. Most people I know say it's not entirely flawless, but for most parts, if you're not playing high-paced FPSs, it's great. Um, so this is an extension of that, but it's like, okay, you got there early. Now you're trying to make that into a solid form factor but it just it just unless and we were talking about this on, on saturday in in the uh the pubg stream i think me and tito kind of both said the same thing unless this is 150 pounds or less mm-hmm. then this has no place on the market and that's like yeah. the logitech g device uh logitech g cloud device should i say it comes between 200 and 300 pounds ish um um i think it's closer to three but i can't quite say that i don't know i've not looked at it recently um and that is it's, it's actually a really good piece of kit. It's super light because obviously it's a streaming device, um, but works really well. I tried it at a Logitech G event. No spawn, even though we are Logitech G partners, so take that as you will. Um, thought it was a really, really good device, but still quite expensive. So mm-hmm. this being first party and locked to one system, um, that's a negative. Even though it's, it's great because it will work flawlessly with that system, the fact it's only locked to that system is a negative in the modern environment compared to what other things out there can do. And if you've got Steam Decks and ROG Allies at four, uh, three to 600 quid-ish, and then you've got Logitech G Cloud at two to 300 quid, this needs to come in below that. So if it's, if it's more than 150 pounds, it is an absolute sin for me. And I not only is it ugly as feck, um, but at that sort of price point, it's just it's it doesn't justify its use anyway. Justifying its use at that sort of price point, you just can't do it for me. So if it's 149.99, then you, do you know what? Because I'm a nerd. And I ha- it, it could turn my head. It could catch my attention. Particularly if you get like, oh, 10% off and you get 15 quid off. And now you're looking at 135 quid to get it delivered. And I can put, well, maybe. And if it works and all the 
the gubbins in that works better than trying to run it through a phone and, and the disconnects for the uh, operating system is shit that might be there that could be leading to my gameplay experience on my backbone not being quite flawless. Then, oh, okay, that actually starts to change things. Because 135 to 150 quid to be able to play games on your couch, zero latency, with the exact form factor that you usually play with on a DualSense controller and it being lightweight and all that stuff it's expensive, but it's not the most expensive product out there. With the, with the cost of consoles being 500 plus pounds these days, 150 quid is actually pretty nice. Any more than that, and once again, I go back to my initial thought of, this is ugly as fucking why? Why does it exist? And it's like, it's so... Uh... Oh, I thought, I thought Bib had just, uh, was, was deep in thought there. He's just text me, saying PC's just blue-screened. So, we'll probably lose Bib. Nice. Uh, let me jump into this screen then. Hi, Bib. Do you know I'll, I'll take I'll take Bib off. As soon as he's just sat there listening intently, I can't find him. Can't find him. Is it that one? There he goes. Bye, Bib. And then I'll bring the discussing now up on this screen. Have I got it here? I think I've got it here. I have. Yeah. There we go. Uh, thought Bib had blue screened. He has. He has. He just. I'd only noticed because he's just texted me. I just thought he was sat there like he's really intently listening to what I'm saying here. Um, if they'd done a Sony PS5 style tablet which had attach uh, an attachable controller which automatically booted the remote play feature, it may have had a chance. A dedicated streaming device now nah, had it. No, 100%. 100%. Because that's going to be some form of tablet device that's just a bit clunky. It's not going to work as well as your iPad or, or your other Android device or so on. But for 150 quid for something that has a nice screen so that your TV on the couch, you could be sat there with the football on your big screen and in the living room and you're not having to go and get your Razer Kishi or your backbone and open it up and click it onto your phone because on my phone, I've got to take off my fucking my leathery case thing. I've got to unclick that off to then click my backbone controller on and then load up and then connect to my console, which then has issues and it drops out and it has. I then have to go back to the backbone app to... If I can just pick that up on the couch whilst I'm watching the football and just play my games on that. Oosh, 150 quid suddenly suddenly doesn't seem like too big a stupid thing. Yeah, I'll take that. 200 quid. Okay, just get out again. Get out. So if it... Uh, I'd get one if 150 quid, but anything more than that's too much. 100%. PlayStation Q is an insta-purchase. Me, 180 and I'm sold. Higher. I need to start thinking. Really? 180 you'd go up to? I just feel like... Like, decent capacitive touchscreens are not expensive these days. It's only 1080p, so we're not looking at a 4K screen. doesn't need to be. It's only that size. Um, and a DualSense controller costs 49.99 to buy brand new. You can get them for 30, 35 quid in sales and so on. So you've got a £30 controller and a cheap screen in the middle, plus some streaming tech. I don't feel like it needs to be more than 150 quid. Plus stuff exists that does that and better already. So I feel like... Yeah, 150 quid, you are setting a precedent. You are you are putting a stamp on a market going, yo, we'll go for this. But that's the same PlayStation that could have done that with the DualSense Edge controller and did that at like 200 and something quid. So I don't think this will be 150 quid. Uh, hope Johnny Bibby Bester ain't too down about the ashes. <laughs> well, he clearly is. His PC's just blue screened. He's just gone, fuck this shit. I'm gone. Drew. Hey, Bib, how you doing? Nice. Hey. Uh, once you're at 150, £30 isn't going to be a deal breaker. Uh, an extra £50, uh, then you think about it. See, I'd, I'm thinking like, well, if, you, if you're at... 
180, then you might as well just call it 150. 30 quid's not a deal breaker. So same, same, but the other way around. <laughs> I'm calling it right now, 16999. Save it. Okay, we'll come back to that. More money than sense you, Enzo. <laughs> oh, Bibi might be back. Oh, oh, we have movement on the screen. I've got no visuals, but... Bibi, are you back yet? Just dumb stuff. Oh, that's that's not Bibi. Yes. Oh, there we go. No, he is. <laughs> uh, can't find him. Where was he? Oh, there, there he is. Yay! Uh, uh, Drew says, I hope Johnny Bibi Bester went too down about the ashes. I, I'm, honestly, I was devastated. I was genuinely devastated. As it was, you spend two days lying on the sofa waiting for something to happen. And then at least the golf, at least there was golf. At least golf was taking place. And just to let you know that you are out of sync picture and video, but I'm sure that'll sort itself out over time. It's fine. Oh, yeah. There we go. As about now, it looks it looks great to me. Oh, say, say boobies. Boobies. Yeah, there we go. Sorted, mate. It's the power of boobies, ladies and gentlemen. The power of the boobies. Uh, <laughs> on that bombshell, let's jump into uh, the next story. As Jordan Midler at VGC, sticking with PlayStation, but now making a little bit of a transition over to Xbox in the conversation as well. Uh, High on Life is now available on PS4 and PS5. If you've heard that before, that's because the game broke Game Pass engagement records when it released on Xbox in December. PlayStation's only getting it now, you know, because inferior systems with the dodgy, weird, screeny controllers and that. Get out of here. Mm. Anyway, Squanch Games High on Life is now available on PS4 and PS5. Announced at San Diego Comic-Con, the game, which launched in December on PC and Xbox Series consoles, is now available on Sony's platforms. Quote, we have been thrilled with High on Life's reception since it launched in December. Our PlayStation fans have been slightly less thrilled, which is why we're so excited to share that it's coming their way very soon, said Squanch's studio director, Mike Fridley. High on Life was released for Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and PC in December 2022, Ooh, nice. And was available on Game Pass for consoles and PC on day one. The comedy first-person shooter sees players partnering with talking guns to take down an alien cartel threatening humanity. At launch, the game broke several notable engagement records. According to Microsoft, it was the subscription's biggest release... Um, uh, rewinding. Subscription services' biggest release of 2022, its biggest third-party launch of all time, and its biggest single-player only game release. My God, I can't speak. Biggle, I got there. We've had, yeah. like, Steve Deck, or whatever the fuck I said. Um, so, Steve Games, not Steam Games, Steve. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Announcing DLC for the game last month, Squanch Game CEO and Studio Director Mike Fridley said High on Life had surpassed 7.5 million unique players. Uh, titled High on Knife, the DLC is set two years after the main game ends and takes it in a horror comedy direction. It stars Knife, a bloodthirsty melee weapon voiced by Michael Cusack, and introduces Harper, a new character slash gun voiced by Sarah Sherman from Saturday Night Live. Uh, High on Knife will be released for PC, Xbox, and PlayStation consoles later this year. So if you're an Xbox uh, bot, nice and export. Um, then yeah, you, you can snooze for a couple of minutes uh, because you you guys have been through all this. You know, you got there first with the uh, the early exclusives. But High on Life, which came out and smashed all of the records for Xbox Game Pass in December last year, is now available on PS4 and PS5. Thoughts, babe? Oh, there's gonna be a lot more people playing it now, isn't there? Whee! Whee! <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, I, 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 I had this discussion with you before we went live. I genuinely thought that this was going to be an Xbox exclusive. Um, 
I'm happy for the people. I mean, I still haven't played this yet, even though I've had many an opportunity to be able to play it. Um, I heard that it was made by the same people who do Rick and Marty. I don't think I've ever watched an episode of Rick and Marty, despite it probably being something that's right up my street. So it definitely appeals to the people who obviously enjoy that. Not really for me. I mean, it's, it is a shooter. It's meant to be a comedy shooter, which, again, should be right on my street. I've just not really paid attention to it. But, yeah, the fact that this, uh, I genuinely thought, was an Xbox exclusive and a Game Pass breaker because of how many people was going to be playing this game when it ended up getting launched. Um, interesting that it's now moving over to, to PlayStation. I wonder why it's taken so long. Was it some sort of eight-month exclusive? Or was it just not optimized or anything or ported over to PlayStation? I mean, I don't know how big Squanch Games is, but I can't tell you anything else Squanch Games has made. I did Google them before we started this, um, and it was like 2016 they were formed, so they don't have, obviously, a long decorated history. So that makes me feel that they've clearly got good development teams um but they don't have lots of development teams so with that in mind i feel like this is uh okay we'll put it on xbox because we can maintain the release on xbox and pc and then we will yeah. focus on playstation afterwards so in that sort of sense it was probably never intended to be exclusive but just in the same way that fall guys was never playstation exclusive but at that point in time um what's the what's the name of the developer for fall guys i've forgotten what they're called now team 17 no, it's not that they do worms and things like that. I can't remember what they were called. Whatever the they're on by Epic now, anyway. Um, my, my brain's going media molecule. It's not media molecule because that was dreams. No, media tonic. Sorry, media tonic. That's the one. Um, I thought it was seventeen. Where's my head been? God damn it, Bip. So yeah, Media Tonic, independent developer that had a, had global success. Um, but even they, with Fall Guys, couldn't do that. So they had to release on PlayStation and PC and then Xbox. This is that, but in reverse. Um, uh, Tito says, who did you play pro clubs with on Friday, babe? Because there was no one else to play with. That's right, us Xbox plebs. There wasn't no one else to play with. You, you, know, you know the story, Tito. It's not that there was nobody else to play with. I was just sick of the shit of people saying, you're all mouth. I get onto the pitch. Well, I was the fucking... I was the conductor Do you out know, there. Rumor, you know I mean? rumor has it that everyone's out there playing with 90-odd players. Rumor has it, and I mean, this is the only stuff that I've heard through the grapevine, through multiple uh, sources that have all been clarified for validity. But you, mm -hmm. as a measly six foot one 81 rated dmf apparently stole yep. the show and were the best player on the pitch. This is what I've been told by numerous sources out there. So I mean... In terms of the, the, the statement that you've just made there about me being an 81-rated CDM, ask Lotus to play it because he's got it, my words, exactly, on his uh, GoXLR. He clipped me saying it, and he was just constantly playing that whole fucking sentence as we was playing. He was playing it when, when I was playing the other day. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying, as an 81-rated CDM, six foot one, built like a brick shit house, pulling the strings is what I do. I'm only 81, says Tito. Yeah, but you look good for your age, mate. <laughs> you know, you're, when, you're, <laughs> when, you're, when you're playing like rated 91, I saw Hamish was like eight, 94 or something. They've all like, been sm all smashing Volta, aren't they? They've all been smashing Volta just, just to get the levels up nice and nice. Oh, actually, speaking of uh, 
PlayStation, Xbox, and so on. I do, I do have stats here, by the way. So, th- so High on Life was the a game we were talking about before. It has broken Game Pass engagement records. I can confirm that it got at least seventeen people playing games on Xbox around the world at one point. Seventeen? Pe- that's that's phenomenal. I didn't even realize there was that many people <laughs> playing games on Xbox. So, so yeah, great, great times to look forward to for PlayStation users, anyway. So yeah, seventeen <laughs> concurrent players. <laughs> Well, yes. I, I nearly got through that with a straight face. <laughs> I, saw, I saw you shake your head when you realised what, what I was doing as well. Fuck this guy. Uh, FIFA is for the noobs. Yes, yes. I said, but nothing, nothing in any video game, sports game, comes close to pro clubs. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it's, yeah. Uh, it's unbelievable game mode. Facts, facts. Tell you what else is unbelievable. Go on, Graham. A video game controller that smells like pizza. Uh, oh, this, yeah. True, true story. This is written by, uh, and this is the name that I butchered last week. And David uh, tried to phonetically spell it out to me in the chat. Liv, uh, N-G-A-N is the surname. And he said it's pronounced like Nyan um, so, or Nan. So well, Liv, once again, if you ever do watch the scoop, we know you do all the time, naturally. <laughs> Standard. Uh, do feel free to confirm that for me. But Liv Nyan at... Uh, Eurogamer writes the cycle. It says Xbox announces pizza-centered controller in collaboration with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, would you shell out for one of these? Would you shell out for oh, fucking amazing, amazing? Anyway, yeah. Microsoft has uh, proudly announced the quote first ever end quote pizza-centered Xbox wireless controller as part of a collaboration with the upcoming Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie called Mutant Mayhem. The controller has four different designs, one for each of the. I love this word because it's got it's got it's got tit in it one of the titular turtles. Uh, but more importantly, each will come with a built-in scent diffuser in the shape of a pizza slice. Thankfully, or sadly, if you're not a fan of TMNT or desire the constant smell of pizza in your life, the controller is only available through a giveaway being hosted by Xbox. In order to enter, you'll need to follow Xbox Game Pass on Twitter and retweet its sweepstakes tweet, which, at the time of writing, isn't live yet. Uh, the competition is open from today until the 13th of August, and you can find more details on Xbox Wire. Uh, yeah, we don't need to talk about other games. Very, very short, very straight to the point. But would you like a constant pizza whiff whilst playing t- <laughs> turtle games on your Xbox? Bit? I'm, 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 in, I'm, in, I'm at a point in my life, Graham, where I'm actually losing weight, and I don't really want the smell. Of, my favorite food of all time is pizza. There's obviously so much you can do with them, but yeah, I don't think it would be great for me in my current situation for me to continue having whiffs of pizza being knocked around every single time I want to be able to play some video games. I was finishing my coffee. Hi. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone like everyone loves the smell of pizza, but you love the smell of pizza because you know that means pizza's coming. Sat there with the smell of pizza and pizza doesn't arrive. <laughs> that's just that's heartbreak. No. That is genuine heartbreak. Uh, Tito says, thought that had been done before. Don't all PS controllers smell of cheese? Well, do you know what? It's actually, uh, if that's true, it's actually a good job that we've got pizza because if you combine Xbox players and PlayStation players, you end up with pizza because if play- PlayStation uh, pads do smell of cheese, that balances out the fact that Xbox controllers smell of yeast. So there we go. <laughs> I thought Xbox's Xbox uh, smell of neglect because I've got fuck all going on over there, game-wise. Ooh. <laughs> Honestly, you get one PlayStation article following an Xbox article. God damn! <laughs> oh. uh, sc- scratch and sniff. 
said Sam. Yeah, that was yesterday. Sorry, mate. I just didn't mean to send you that video. Anyway, D David says, uh, how many times are they going to reboot the Turtles? I think the OG 80s cartoon is the longest running version. This film looks fucking amazing, though. This is, I mean, like, do you know when you see trailers and you think, oh, that could be good? That could be all right. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Uh, but sometimes you think, oh, that looks like it's great. But then you can go and it could be a bit shit. You think, okay, well, was, uh, yeah. This, I swear, if they make this film bad from what I've seen, then they are either stupid or they have the best video editor in the world. Because the trailer for the Mutant Mayhem film that's coming out later this month looks fucking amazing. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, I tweeted it when they first tweeted the... Uh, the uh, teaser or the trailer for it and i was like this is the spider-verse film for teenage mutant Ninja turtles that cool mm -hmm. 2d 2.5d whatever you call it art style looks fucking amazing so if they butcher this film they have incredible editors or a miraculous miraculous self-destruct button uh kind of weird they've never done a dark version like the first comics i don't want dark versions i just want leonardo to be the leader not Raphael. <laughs> with big fucking swords and fucking fuggy. Anyway, one more story. This one is written by Lola Beeler by Stad at Game Run. It says Call of Duty is getting its own board game. An official Call of Duty board game announces an upcoming crowdfunding campaign that will help bring the game to both video game and board game fans. Um, do you know what? I'm actually not going to read the article. Because this is fucking amazing. Shout out to Game Rant for this sort of stuff. Highlights at the top of the article. We can go through that. And if you want to read through the the rest of the article, do let us know. We can drop the link in the chat. But it says, Call of Duty the board game offers fans a fresh take on the popular franchise, allowing them to experience the action-packed gameplay in a whole new light. With its planned Kickstarter campaign, this board game aims to bring the intense choices and tactical battles of Call of Duty to tabletop gaming, promising fan-favorite features and iconic maps. And after the Kickstarter campaign, Arcane Wonders plans to release the board game in retail stores, reaching an even larger audience, and expanding the Call of Duty experience beyond video games. How cool is that? Every, every, if you're watching this online, by the way, um, you're probably thinking, get fucked, Graham, because if we put highlights, that's all people are ever going to read. They're not actually going to read the news, and we're going to be losing shitloads of advertising revenue. But for the scoop, it's great. Nice. Um, okay, with those highlights, Call of Duty is getting its own board game. What are your thoughts, babe? Yeah, I love this. Um, we uh, I don't actually know if we ever covered it um, on this channel, but I think we did. Uh, the Metal, Ge Metal Gear Solid have oh. a board game coming out. Um, oh, that looks amazing. No, we did, um, we did, we did cover it back then. Yeah, right. which is why I I was thinking we'd covered this, but I think you're right. I don't think I, I don't think we covered this, but we did cover the Metal Gear one. Yeah, yeah sorry. Continue. Yeah. So we've got the Metal Gear one coming out. We've got a Resident Evil one, which by all accounts was absolutely amazing. I think there's a Gear of War coming one coming uh, coming out soon as well. So it, obviously these massive video games are translating well into board games as well. So uh, there isn't that much more to be able to say to it, but th these are definitely things that you should be keeping an eye out on um, in case you are. Like Bamba, for instance, he is a massive board game fan. I think this definitely speaks to him especially over the Christmas period where he has all his family around and they're playing Jackbox and they're getting all the board games out. But having stuff like this, I, I think would be amazing. I just, I don't have many, uh, I don't have many friends that, that way inclined <laughs> for playing board games. Um, it, they're all gamers as in video gamers rather than board game gamers. So it definitely might be something that you end up going to like Fanboy Free or something like that in Manchester where you're having to play these types of games with other like-minded people. But... For, for people who have board game nights and stuff, I'd love to be able to play this kind of thing. I think it'll be amazing. Uh, I'm not a big fan of board games slash tabletop gaming, 
but would be open to the idea of giving it a try. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not against it, but I'm not for it either. I'm that kind of in the middle ground that's a bit more pro rather than not. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I mean, you start putting things that I recognise on it, like Metal Gear Solid and like Call of Duty, then you get my attention. Then, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Enix says cheesy, nice. Uh, I'm, I, I'm Donatello was the goat. Was that supposed to be in, in my, in my opinion? Because. I mean, I do have a Donatello here. Uh, I've got... I don't know why he's got... It, it came with, like, a weird sort of sticks become nunchucks sort of weapon. Also, his traditional stick. But I do have a Donatello here, and I've got Leonardo in the office. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, don't mind Donatello. It's all right. It's all right. They screwed up the universe film format before that and had the comics making a cameo and the 80s versions looking like pizza-eating goofs. David, there you go. Nice. Uh, if, you wanna, uh, if you ever want to smell Fanboy 3... Oh, if you ever want to... Uh, the three's not meant to be there, I think. If you ever want to smell fanboy, it's basically that Xbox controller. The smell <laughs> is fucking worse ever. <laughs> no joke. I took my uh, my girlfriend in on the weekend and she gagged that hard. That's how bad it was. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I can't... I, uh, yeah. Uh, it's the, it, it, I don't know why, but these places always seem to bring in the great unwashed, which is unfortunate, <laughs> but... <laughs> So yeah, uh, yeah, if you want a cheesy smelling controller, then just ask Enix for one of his. There you go. Con- confirmed. Confirmed. Nice. Anyway, a quick recap on that bombshell. Uh, Ubisoft is suspending inactive accounts, disabling access to game libraries. So if you've got a Ubisoft account, log in, or you could lose all of your games, particularly if you play on PC. PlayStation's Project Q handheld was leaked. There's videos out there. You can see someone going through all of the operating system, which apparently is Android run. Um, high on life. The game that broke Game Pass engagement records got 17 different people around the world to play at once is now available on PS4 and PS5. There's an Xbox controller that smells like cheese. Um, I know. Oh, fanboy free. Imagine my surprise. <laughs> Imagine my surprise. Uh, and Call of Duty is getting a board game. There you go. That's your news for today. I appreciate you for sticking around, but the time is now 10 past 5, so we are going to disappear. We appreciate you all for sticking around. Just a reminder, though, that uh, we usually try to bring you the scoop five days a week, but for the last couple of weeks, and probably for the next few as well, that mm-hmm. is probably going to be difficult. Tuesdays and Thursdays are busy days for us. We are both... Uh, in the studio, which usually you'd think you're both in the same place, that's easy, but but usually because we're in the same place, um, everyone wants our time. So there might not be a scoop tomorrow. Just be just be aware. Just get your notifications on. That way, if there is one, you will be notified. So maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not. Wednesday evening, uh, PUBG should still be going ahead. Uh, Saturday morning, PUBG should still be going ahead. And Sunday, what's, what's the crack, babe? Uh, yeah, uh, we was to, we'll probably be playing Fortnite again. There will be a change of pace at some point, though, because I am, I think, level 85 or something on the Battle Pass now. So once I get to 100, it's going away. Um, the Battle Pass, I think, runs until the 25th of August. So I've got nearly a month worth of not making any content on it because I've got nothing to play for. So we'll be making a switch over to Call of Duty. Um, bear in mind, little teaser for you guys that are watching this on the scoop today. Keep your eyes peeled to our social media tomorrow. That's all I'm going to say for the time being. I am looking forward to getting to level 100, though, because I'm going to re re uh, play Alpi's sub from yesterday. My name is Optimus Prime. My name is Optimus Prime. I'm looking forward to getting to Optimus Prime. Watch the new Transformers film yesterday. Not a bad film. Not a bad film. It's all right. It's all right. Definitely recommended. Anyway, Call of Duty is on the weekend-ish. Maybe. Maybe not. Could be Fortnite. We'll see. But before mm-hmm. we get to any of that, is there all else you'd like to add, Mr. Bib? 
yeah as mentioned uh, we do go a lot we try to go live five days a week so but keep that in mind if we don't end up streaming tomorrow but if you want to help shape wednesday show there's two ways you can do so first of all find us on social media it is at ice cream worlds across all major social media platforms or alternatively get involved with our discord all we need from you is the url plus your thoughts and impressions we will then give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next show which will be at what time at some point in the next couple of days mr graham day 10 a.m Ten a.m. ish. We don't know when. Just ish, ish, ish. David says that reminded me, and he's just thrown down his thirty-month sub on the channel. Thank you very much, David, for thirty whole months. That is. That's what's that? Two and a half years. Woo. Bibby throwing down as well. Okay. That reminded me. That reminded. That reminded Bib. <laughs> I can't wait in five days' time when this subscription ends and I get it back again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna see if mine's up. Let me see. Let me see quickly. Can we start a hype train before we finish things off? Mine's, mine's up. Shut up, Grave. Stop talking. We can hear you. No, I've done it already. Boo. Oh, boo. Five days remaining. Boo. Okay, it's gone. Um, okay, if you're watching the stream without a sub, you're not going to see the end of it because the ad breaks are uh, rolling now. It is what it is. But do stick around anyone that is watching with a sub because you can hear us saying that we're going to drop a raid on one of our friends. Uh, we've either got I Rage, um, who used to be called Thugs, who's a good guy. He was in the stream on the weekend. We've got Wobbles. So Rage is playing Call of Duty. That's the reason why I stood out, because we were just talking about then. We've got Wobbles, who's playing FIFA. Obviously, Pippi was playing with him uh, on the uh, the weekend as well. And we've got Spike, uh, who is playing Project Zomboid. And he was playing Chaos Football earlier on that both me and Bib did drop in. So it's going to be one of them. Not sure who. Stick around. It's a surprise. But you'll find out in a few. But from us, have yourselves a beautiful week. Remember, we're probably not going to see you tomorrow, but we'll, we should be back on Wednesday with some double streamage. But until then, have yourselves a beautiful day. And stay frosty. Stay frosty.